How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure you have smashed that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the show a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight into today's episode. Now, today, I want to talk a little bit about storytelling within your content on social media. In summary, storytelling is essentially conveying fact through narrative. With the sheer volume of content out there on social media nowadays, People want more than just facts and figures when they're coming to consume content. That's boring. There's so much competition out there that people are finding new ways to attract an audience and grab attention and keep that attention so that the whole post is consumed. When you've got people doing that and people not doing that, it's pretty clear which one the audience member is going to prefer consuming. So you've got to make sure you're on the right side of that fence and creating content that is interesting and does more than just state facts and figures. People want content that they can connect with and that they can relate to. When they can do this, this makes the content far more interesting, engaging, and when it's both of those things, it makes it far more likely for that individual to actually engage. And when somebody engages with your content, that's obviously an indicator to the algorithm that your content is performing well. And when your content performs well, you'll get ranked on the explore page, you'll get pushed on hashtags, and you'll begin to grow more organically opposed to those outreach methods through engagement strategies. So making sure your content is too of a high level and it includes a great deal of storytelling makes it much more likely for your content to succeed. It makes it more interesting and easy to relate to. Storytelling can actually turn an abstract object into something we can understand. It almost makes it a living thing. I know that sounds quite cheesy and quite out there, but it's true. This is what companies like Apple and Microsoft do with their iPhones and laptops and computers, you name it. When they actually have that storytelling aspect of it, that product, although it is literally just an inanimate object that doesn't really do anything in the grand scheme of things, it makes it almost something that we begin to understand. So storytelling is really, really important. So now that we understand the importance, let's go into some things that you can include in your content that will make your story more compelling. And then also we'll then go into how to actually create a piece of post from scratch to make sure that it tells a story. So when I said at the beginning, people just want more than facts and figures nowadays. You need to make your content entertaining. It needs to be interesting to your audience that makes them want to engage with it. So having an entertainment factor is key. If it's not entertaining, it's boring and nobody wants to consume a boring piece of content. For example, let's say you are creating a carousel slide on Instagram and every single slide is just text after text after text. And I'm not talking just one or two lines because that's what I'm suggesting you do. You tell a story in the easiest way possible. I'm talking you just slap four paragraphs of text on each slide of 10 carousels, effectively meaning your carousel is almost a book. That's not interesting. That's boring. People don't have time 
to read that, especially on social media. Microsoft did a study where they concluded that the average attention span of a human being is eight seconds. If you can't grab someone's attention within that time, then they're not going to want to consume the rest of your content. So having that entertainment factor through your storytelling makes it much more compelling. Next, you need to make it relatable. If you're talking about experiences, these are something that your audience members have potentially come across themselves. Talk about their problems, their wants, their needs, things like that. If you are if you are catering your content to the needs and wants of your audience, they're obviously going to be interested in it because it's going to provide them value. And when they can connect with a piece of content, that means it's striking them on a more emotional level. And that emotional level almost seals the deal. When you can connect with someone on such a deep level that is going to make them want to engage with it it's going to make them want to share it with their audience especially if it's a problem that not only you've come across that's why you're talking about it if it's a problem they're coming across as well it's likely that somebody else has come across that problem also so that makes your content very very shareable the more people that share it the greater your reach. If you're talking through your own experience where you've implemented a process, that process that you're implementing, that's something that someone is going to want to refer back to consistently to make sure that they're following it and sticking with it. So how are they gonna refer back to it? They're gonna save it. Saves are another one of those engagement factors that the algorithm looks at to gauge whether your content is performing well. So if you're talking about those experiences and making your content relatable, your engagement's gonna go through the roof. If you're not making your content relatable, your engagement's gonna suck. I apologize for being so blunt with the point, but it's true, you've gotta make it relatable, otherwise it's not gonna perform. Next, you have to make sure your post is easy to follow. You could tell a great story that has a really compelling hook and you provide the solution at the end. But if your slides in your carousel between slides two and six are all unorganized and don't really make sense and they don't flow nicely, as people are going through the first few slides, they're gonna be confused. They're not going to want to carry on reading because they're not gonna be able to understand what's going on. As a content creator, it's your duty to convey your point in the easiest way possible so that as someone is scrolling through it, whether they just be reading through your caption, this doesn't just always refer to a carousel post. You could be having the bulk of your value within your caption. You've got to make sure you write that caption in a way that flows. When it flows, that keeps people engaged. It keeps them following the story. If you aren't having a good structure, throughout that caption or that carousel or even just in your single image post you might be just conveying a little point that you've come up with if it doesn't make sense structurally then people aren't going to be gripped to it they're not going to want to carry on reading it it's a pretty self-explanatory point if you make it so it flows and reads in a way that's easy to understand people are going to keep reading they're going to keep swiping through your carousel until they get to the end point it keeps them hooked you can hook them with the first few slides then they're going to want to keep sliding to make sure they get to the value on the end because if you are making your content relatable like i said in the first point they are going to want to get to the solution that solves their problem so at the end of the day they want to get to the end of the carousel because they want to consume that value but if you aren't making it a piece of content that's easy to consume then they're never going to get to that point at the end so not only are you doing yourself a favor because a good structure is going to get you a higher engagement, you're also doing your consumer a favor because they're actually going to end up consuming the whole of your content. So make sure that your content flows. Next, you want to make it memorable. As creators, in order to grow a really loyal audience, we always want to be at the forefront of their mind. 
Therefore, our content needs to hit them in a way that they always remember it. An audience member might get a question from someone else going, oh, do you have any ideas for this or that? If you in the past have created a piece of content that answers the question someone else is asking to someone else, it's likely that that creator, if your content is memorable, is going to refer them to your piece of content that you've created because you have made your content in a way that is memorable to that individual and therefore they're going to continue to share it. Now, you don't only want to make it memorable for that reason. You always, just as an individual, as an influencer, as a creator, I don't like the word influencer, let's use the word creator, but as an individual that creates content on social media to help others, you always want to be the one that they go to if they have a problem. If your content is memorable, then they're always going to think, ah, I remember that person, they they know what they're talking about, they created a piece of content on that in the past, I'll go to them to ask my questions or services I want to purchase, you name it. So memorable content doesn't help you in the aspect of people referring you to other people. You always be forefront of their mind if they want to ask you a question or want your product or service. So simple as make your content memorable. Now, going on to the next point, and this is just to make sure that if you are telling a story that claims something, so for example, you're talking them through a process that you said works for you to increase engagement on Instagram or something like that, don't just state the fact that you did something and it worked. You've got to provide data to back up your point. You've got to provide data to back up your storytelling. If you're claiming to people that you want them to follow a certain strategy, why should they follow it? if you haven't backed it up with data to prove to them that it has worked. If you want people to actually take action on your content, this is something that you need to do because you could just be lying for all they know. I hope for well that if you are telling someone to follow a certain process that what you are telling them is true and it definitely did work for you and therefore they should follow it, But to really hit home your point, make sure you are backing up that point with data. That establishes credibility towards you as well, because you aren't just throwing information out there saying to people something works. You need to make damn sure it works, otherwise many people might not believe you. As soon as you put that data in, you build that trust, and in turn that trust builds that connection. That connection encourages engagement. Good storytelling is always going to come back to this engagement point, which is what we are aiming for with our content. We want our content to get great engagement, but ultimately we want it to serve the purpose of what we're producing content for. We want to get clients. Essentially, if you're creating content to get clients for a product or service, that is what you want your content to do. So if it's not actually generating you leads like you want it to, then you need to rethink your strategy, but good engagement and producing you the outcome of what you want it to. So those leads, those product sales, you name it. Now, moving on to my final point of how you can make your storytelling a little bit better, and that's to include visuals. Visuals can change everything it just makes it more interesting it makes it more exciting for the individual to read when they are just reading pages and pages and pages of text it can get a little boring especially on social media if someone wants to read loads of text they'll go and read a book that's the mood they're in but if you're on social media and you're scrolling through your feed it's likely that the majority of the content you are scrolling through is going to be pictures it's going to be something that's exciting to look at if you then just come across with a post that is just solely text and that's it that's not very interesting is it so if you're adding visuals 
to your content. It doesn't have to be a photo of somebody. It can be a diagram or an infographic, something that just makes your content look a little bit more interesting to consume. That in turn, as I said, increases engagement, keeps people interested, and pretty much ties into all of the other points I've mentioned. So add some visuals to make your content a little bit more interesting and fun to consume. So now we know some ways we can actually make our storytelling more compelling, let's just sort of go through a process of how you should create your story within your content, starting from the very, very beginning. So before we even start creating our content, we need to have a complete understanding of our audience, the actual people we are creating our content for. Who are they? What are their needs? What are their pains? What are their problems? What are their hopes? What are their aspirations? These are all things you need to consider because ultimately this is going to be one of the main contributing factors as to how you actually tell the story within your content. So understanding your audience is key, otherwise the story you tell isn't really targeted towards anyone specifically. So that in turn isn't going to make it relatable it's not going to hit home on those emotions because you don't know what emotions to hit home on so if you can understand completely who your audience is you can really hone in on that story and get really targeted in the way you tell it so that those you are telling it to can resonate completely so step number one before you even start you need to understand who your audience are and why they are consuming your content now that we know who we are creating our content for we need to know ourselves what we actually want to say because if we don't know what we want to try and say then how are we going to try and put that into a piece of content we need to have an idea on the message we're trying to get across so we can articulate it in a way that somebody else is going to be able to understand it are you trying to communicate value show a process to someone explain your product all of these things are things you actually need to be considering because again these are going to influence the way you actually tell your story if you're trying to inspire someone you're going to use inspiring language if you're trying to sell them a product you're going to get a little bit more salesy if you're trying to describe a process you're going to get pretty descriptive with the way you are telling what you are trying to say so knowing what you are actually talking about and the message you want to get across is key because it determines the language you are going to use throughout your post and the way you are going to sort of convey your message. Now we also need to be mindful of the call to action that we're going to have on our post. As I said in one of the previous points, your content should have some sort of purpose. You are going to want to have some outcome from the content you produce. For example, if your content isn't producing you leads, then that's a little bit of a problem, especially if you're trying to monetize your Instagram. So if you are providing information on a product, for example, a call to action essentially tells people what you want them to do once they've finished consuming. If you have told them about your product in one of your posts, obviously now that they know about it, you want them to buy it. If you don't tell them to buy it, using a call to action, it's unlikely that they're going to. So we need to be mindful that we need to include a call to action so that we are telling our audience what they need to do once they have actually finished consuming the piece of content we have just produced. But we need to make sure it aligns with the objective of the post. So if you're trying to sell a product, your call to action needs to be to buy the product. If you are trying to extract information out of your audience, ask them a question. Along those lines, just make sure the call to action you include in your post aligns with your objective. If it's completely random, people are gonna to get to the call to action and go, 
what on earth are they just talking about? I've just consumed a piece of content on this and now they want me to do that. That has no relevance whatsoever. So just be careful and make sure that every call to action you have does align with your objective. So now we've considered all of these things, we're almost at the point where we actually write our story, but we need to think about the structure now. We need to start visualizing how all of these things we've thought about previously are gonna fit together. We need to think about the best way to structure them to get them hooked, to keep them hooked, and then provide them the value so that they then follow the call to action. If we can't structure our posts in a way that can do this well, then the content isn't gonna perform. Simple as that. And understanding your structure makes it much easier for when you do come to write your piece of content to actually write it because you have an idea on how you are going to tell your story. And when you have an idea on how to tell your story, it's much easier to just make it flow. So let's say you're producing a carousel, for example, in the first few slides, you really wanna hook that attention and get people connected with the post. So on the first slide, for example, we may go, oh, have you experienced this in the past or this, that and the other? And they'll go, oh, I have actually done that. And now they'll be thinking, okay, let's swipe on. And then you'll mention, but do you want to try and get this outcome? Now they're thinking, okay, I definitely had that problem. Now they're gonna tell me how to get this outcome, which is the actual outcome I want to have. I definitely want to keep scrolling because I wanna find this solution. You are keeping people hooked, you are keeping them swiping along your carousel and therefore they want to consume it. If you can visualize this structure for your story, then it makes it much easier for when you actually come to write it to do so. So now we understand all of these points. We know our audience. We know what we actually want to say. We know what we're going to tell our audience to do with our call to action, and we know how we're going to structure our post. Now we've just got to write it. And that's the simple part. We've thought about everything else, and now because you've structured it in a way, you've thought about what you actually want to write, the writing part's easy. But it's only a first draft. Do not post the first thing you come up with, because I promise you, you can cut it down and make it much more straight to the point and easier to consume. I always do this. I will first draft, I will just type away and I will end up probably typing something that's far too long and boring. So then what I'll do, I'll read through each line for each slide of my carousel that I produce and literally strike out bits that just were unnecessary. So each slide gets really, really to the point of what I'm actually trying to say and there's no fluff around it. I just wanna get across my message that I actually want to tell my audience. So I will literally just get rid of all the things that are completely unnecessary so I'm left with one or two lines maximum that just say what I wanna say. I have a rule where if a slide on my carousel takes more than let's say five seconds to read, then there is too much on that page. There is too much text and therefore people are going to get bored and they're gonna just swipe onto the next post. I wanna keep people swiping. I want them to consume my whole piece of content. I want them to see my call to action and interact with me. I don't want to lose them after three slides because I had too much information on that slide and it became boring for them. So from that first draft, have a look at it, take out all the unnecessary parts because in your first draft, it's likely that there are gonna be those things because you just type and you get carried away and then all of a sudden you're there and then you think, okay, that's a lot that I've just written. So then you've got to go through it bit by bit, cut it down. And then eventually after three or four goes, you will have your story. And that does round up today's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions with regards to anything I've mentioned, please just reach out to me on Instagram 
at the marketing ethan send me a dm and i'll make sure i get back to you but if you did enjoy today's episode hit that subscribe button or that follow button depending on what platform you are listening on that way you will never miss an episode when i post every monday wednesday and friday now just one more ask from me guys if you are listening on apple podcasts i'd really appreciate if you head over to the show page scroll to the bottom and leave a five star rating and review if you do that make sure you send me a screenshot on instagram of that review i will give you a shout out on my instagram story and i'll also give you a shout out in the next podcast episode once your review has shown up on the podcast but i just want to finish off the episode by saying thank you all for tuning in to social media marketing school